I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, Miss Courtney. Yeah. How are you feeling about the world today? (laughs) He's a bum. (laughs) And the thing about bums is they start to smell. (laughs) (laughs) The cost of living is going up. Oh. Capitalism is continuing to price is not today's today's price. price. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, hold your horses ladies, we are on the brink of all sorts of world wars and various collective traumas today we're going to be delving deep into what should our response be to collective trauma as well as the state of the world at large today so it's going to be a meaty one yeah. and i really hope that we can offer some relief to the ladies during such or just try and just times. companionship shall we do we do we can't solve these things do you know what I mean? they're happening <laughs> but you know as long as you know we go through it too we going know? through a lot we going through a lot yeah. now before we get into the meatiness of this episode we have some something really exciting to share with you and that is the winner of last month's vision 22 ooh, monthly ooh, giveaway ooh, challenge so to see it. last month was the month of love yeah and as so they say uh, so they say <laughs> so they say, <laughs> so they say. Uh, well sisters we hope that you found some kind of love or loved yeah. up felt loved this um yeah. this recent month but on account of it being the month of love, the challenge that we gave the sisters was to take another sister on a date out. And we mm-hmm. have been so privileged to be seeing all of the cute snaps of you sisters. Yeah. But the winner of last month's vision giveaway is Thelma underscore Tyra. Thelma, go Thelma, go girl, Thelma, go and your Thelma. Friend. They were doing the matching two pieces yeah. red. It was really giving Valentine's Galentines. We enjoyed, we enjoyed. So, sis, we'll be messaging you soon so that you can come and claim your prize. Yes. So, well done, sis. Yeah. And for the sisters that all participated, Thank you. We loved seeing your entries and we hope that you guys found a new level of intimacy at yeah. these dates that you were doing. How exciting. And we hope your friends enjoy. Share the money with your friends. Oh, yeah. Share the you, money better with your friend. that. you better split that. You better split that. Share that might even cover the cost of their uh, little the, day. The date. You know exactly. Investing in the community. <laughs> Sisters, if you want to continue to partake in the Vision 22 giveaway, not to worry. As we said, this is a monthly giveaway. Yeah. So we are going to be given 100 GBP every single month. And now we are officially in the month of March. What's the challenge for March, Renee? Well, <laughs> because it is, of course, International Women's Day. Yes. We thought that a great challenge would be to actually give back to a women's community. Yeah. So... 
it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward mm-hmm. because we like sisters that invest in other sisters. Yeah. We want you to give away any amount yeah. or anything. Yeah. It might be your time. It might be that you want to volunteer, for mm-hmm. example. It might be some of your old resources. It might even be a session if you're, you know, an entrepreneur, yeah. or you have a particular skill. We want you to give back your resources, time or money to a worthy women's cause. Yeah. So the rules of this challenge is very similar to the rules of the last few challenges. Mm-hmm. Whatever you support, however you support, make sure that when you are supporting or after you have supported the women's community or the women's charity, you've tagged us in the stories as well as tagged the chosen women's community foundation or charity. Sisters, we're not precious about how much you should give, what you should give or Mm. any of those other details. We just want to see that you've given and we just want to see the women's community that you're supporting. So it's definitely not a, I'm trying to do better than the other sister or anything like that. It's really just about coming together, ensuring that we are supporting the women's communities and the women's organizations that are doing some really, really exciting things in our midst. Oh, I love charitable giving. I love giving back. I love giving back because, you know, I love it. I love it. Um, Especially when it comes to women's organizations, because there's just so many out there that really need the support. Doing a lot of good work. And I think it's important for us as a sisterhood to actually come together to support the work that's already being done. I think it's easy for us to sit here and be like, we're going to start this. We're going to start that. We we can't do it all. There's a lot of women in the world Um, and a lot of issues we might not even be privy to, you know and people who are doing amazing work and have been doing amazing work so we want to platform them we want to also share resources with them so please tell us who you're supporting because it can give some of the sisters inspiration to donate to those charities as well I think a lot of us just don't know about Mm. these things and charities and organizations and people doing amazing work don't always get the platform that they deserve so yeah wherever in the world doesn't just have to be in the UK it could be our American sisters our sisters in the in Africa our sisters in in Asia, wherever you are, whatever means a lot to you, donate. Just donate. Sacrifice. March might be the month of sacrifice for you. Okay, this is it's it. okay. This is it. It's all right. And it is a form of investment. I think sometimes mm. we think of investment as I'm investing in myself, yeah, and my yeah, glow yeah, up yeah. process, or I'm investing in you know stocks and shares. Mm. But investing in community and investing in the organizations that are solving really pertinent social yeah. issues. Yeah, we're the three sixty package here, baby. Spot we on. don't do just you know isolated and small small things we Mm. do the holistic package Mm. um so yeah this is a really i'm really excited about this challenge so am i march is set to be a great month for us all and happy international women's month again yes check out next week's episode well it's not out yet so anyway just put it in your calendar Next week's special. Next week's episode is set to be really, really special. Yeah. So keep your eyes peeled for that. <laughs> but ladies, without further ado, without further ado, let's get into the ding ding dilemma, baby. I'm excited for this dilemma because Courtney. Has oh, I don't brought. know what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you were saying this yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what this dilemma is, and I okay. Anyways, I think you're gonna enjoy it. I think um, so too. <laughs> Because if not, I'm going to just cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just because I really want to hear your response to this. Okay. Um, hi, sisters. Hey, sis. 
Firstly, I would like to say thank you for being such an inspiration to women. Aww. You guys are literally the big sisters any girl could ask for. Oh, teardrop. My dilemma is a bit sticky, but I need some advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of context. I'm 28 years old okay. and my boyfriend is 29. Okay. And we've been together for about five years now. Okay. I love him and I know he loves me, nice. but damn, the financial struggle is a never ending one. We both have our own businesses, mm. but with... <laughs> You started. started. I'm listening. (laughs) I'm listening. But with me, but with me, I also take on jobs and put my company on hold so I'm able to do both. Mm. With him, he wants to focus on his business, but it's bringing no money at all. Oh, not acrimony. (laughs) I have asked him to look for a job so he can be financially stable and have money to finance his ideas as well. Mm. But he doesn't seem interested. Mm. We currently live at one of his mother's properties and we don't pay rent, but I don't like this because it's made him really comfortable. Yeah. I'm constantly covering our food costs, our clothes, and honestly, I'm getting tired. Mm. Please advise a sister as I am so torn about what to do. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, have you watched mm. Acrimony, the film by <laughs> Tyler Perry? Yeah, it's giving, but obviously, hopefully, yours doesn't end up so unfortunate. However, I think okay, this is this is heavy because every situation is different, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's mm-hmm. individual circumstance is different, mm-hmm. and you never know he could be inventing. I don't know the next light bulb, or you know his business might be the next Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? However, mm. I think there always needs to be mutual understanding of uh, am I sacrificing now so that you cover things later? Or do you think that what's the timeline? Mm. And are you gonna give yourself a bit of a deadline, babe? This this doesn't <laughs> currently look like it's gonna be able to support us, right? And whilst it may be able to support our current situation, we might not have this free housing forever, you yeah, know? And yeah. whilst you may feel comfortable living in this house rent-free forever, I don't. You know, if that's the case, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Or when we have kids, we might need to expand and then we're going to have to start paying for stuff. Yeah. Even not just housing, but the children or, you know, life in general. I want to travel. I want to do X, Y, Z. I feel, I may feel like my life is on hold and I've already put my dreams kind of on hold to just mm-hmm. be re- realistic and practical mm-hmm. in the fact that my business can't sustain us. Yeah. So I've gotten myself other jobs. Babe, you can do this part-time as well. If this is a thing of where you want to work on it part-time we need to put a timeline on this are you going to give yourself you know 12 months 18 months 24 months to work on this and if it does not work out babe i'm gonna need you to make it a side a side hustle get a j-o-b okay no no biggest man thing no because we have to be practical (laughs) and in this episode we're going to talk about a cost of living is going up oh let's be realistic here it's not that there's no room to dream right you can still dream but you've got to be real Mm, about yourself mm, there mm. are real life demands and responsibilities and it doesn't feel like you're living up to your responsibilities and i feel like i'm carrying I'm doing the hard hard grafting here on my own. Yeah, and this relationship yeah. is really meant to be a partnership. I don't, did they say they were married? No. Uh, yeah, boyfriend and boyfriend girlfriend. And girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So this relationship is really meant to be a partnership. And if marriage is something you want, that's expensive. That's and also you just have to feel free having these conversations about 
money mm. and finances mm-hmm. and plans and responsibilities and budgets and all of these things and i think if you sit down and you have these clear-cut conversations this is how much i'm bringing in this is how much we're spending this is also how much we need to save for our future because you're both really young what are you bringing to the table tap tap (laughs) you know i think that that's a good conversation to have now it's not crush his dreams and let him know you know it's this business or it's me that's not what this is it is really a conversation of I know you're dreaming and I don't want to kill your dream, but there's dreams and then there's reality, right? The current circumstance, dreams speak of the future, but what's currently happening in the present? And that's that's money needs to be put on the table. And so have that conversation and see where he stands. I think it does take... I don't want you to miss out on your future blessings, child. If he becomes a billionaire, I want you to be in that bag. But there's also the reality of right now. So I think it is a very awkward conversation to have, but I, and I don't think it's a leave him X, Y, Z. I think, you know, your non-negotiables, you know what your, you want your future to look like. I would like to think he's not so stubborn or he wouldn't be as, you know, headstrong as to say, he doesn't really care about your feelings, your insecurities and where you are. However, if he does have a good reason as to why he thinks he should not work right now in order to pursue his dreams, Mm. that's when you need to put, okay, the element of realism in this is the timeline. If you're going to tell me you're not going to have a job whilst you're building this dream because you have that much confidence in it, you got to make this work in 12 months. And I'm not trying to hear, but babe, it's going to take three years. I can't live three years with you not working. Me can't. <laughs> me can't do it. <laughs> do you know what it reminds me of? Um, insecure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, how much effort is he actually putting into this? Because if it's like he's spending his every waking moment, this is true. It's spent working on this thing. Yeah, you can tell he's really riding on yeah. it, right? So yeah. it may not even be that he's being a bum and he's being lazy. He may just truly, really believe in this. And sometimes. As somebody who, as people who are entrepreneurs, right? As somebody who has ran their own business and stuff, sometimes you need to be that headstrong person who says, I'm not going to be distracted by anything else. I know that this can work. And sometimes it pays off, right? Mm. But you need to see that level of dedication and commitment in him. Is it that he can't commit to anything? Because some people do this whole, I'm working on my own thing to get a, to get out of actually working yeah yeah do you know what i mean so you have to by his actions by the way he allocates his time by where he's putting his energy is he actually working it could just be that the work he's currently doing isn't bringing in money but he's still working Mm. at least that shows work ethic at least that shows um commitment discipline you know uh what's this foresight all of those things ambition however if he's not doing anything he's a bum (laughs) and the thing about bums is they start to smell. The thing about that smell is you can't live with that for long. <laughs> can't live with that for you, long. Yeah. Can't live with that for long. I'm sorry. What <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want resentment. <laughs> I don't want sis to become resentful. That's the only thing. Like, I'm just thinking about acrimony. I don't want you to become resentful at the fact that, like, look at Issa (laughs) in in Insecure, yeah? But just becoming mad at this man, right? Because there's no clear conversation about, let's get realistic here. I know you're telling me this is your dream. I Mm. understand this is your dream. But our reality is that we're broke. 
Or the reality is that I'm tired. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And I feel like I'm in this alone or I feel like I'm supporting you. And this is not the dynamic I signed up for or this Mm. is not the dynamic I'm comfortable with anymore. Because it may have been that I was comfortable with it before, but now I'm realizing "Mm, I don't like this. Do you get what I mean? And that's an honest conversation to have. And because I've also been accommodating to you and I've compromised, Mm, I would also mm. expect you out of your love for me to compromise as well, right? So I would personally say there are different ways that this could go. You just need to get to a a place where you're both in mutual agreement that you are going to both work hard for this relationship and also sacrifice for this relationship. And if his lack of income is affecting your relationship, he's got to do something about that. And you may suggest to him things that he can do whilst he's building his thing. Okay. These are several things you could do online, work from home, trade. I don't know. Do something. There's money somewhere, you know, or, do, do a yeah. cleaning job in the middle of the night yeah like no no but biggest man thing my mom when she was in her 40s decided to go back to university two kids all of that it 5 a.m she had to wake up and go to a key job and she'll take us and bundle us up in some scarves and a jacket and sit us down in a doctor's clinic and clean from head to toe so she could get that money to live do you get mm. what i mean and sometimes as much as i wouldn't recommend that because my mom was hella burnt out right and very tired Sometimes the reality of adulting is you have to sacrifice. Yeah. If you're trying to make this dream happen, it's going to be tight. Mm. It's really going to be tight. Babe, this ain't working anymore. Pack it in. Pack it in. Not pack it in as in give up, but let's get real. There's bills. Energy prices be lifting. We may have a car. We may have all these things that Mm. we want to do. We may want to have a house in the future. How are we going to get there if you ain't working? And I know you're banking all your, your hopes and hedging all your bets on this thing you're working on. But let's diversify. Let's diversify. But anyway, yeah, I've been talking way too much. No, I love that. I just think I, you've got to diversify, that. right? Like, I get it. Be confident in what you're doing and in what you're building. But business is risk. Entrepreneurship is risk. Yeah. It might not work. Yeah, yeah. Especially the older you get, that not working becomes a, big, a bigger risk. <sighs> what are you going to do to make up yeah, for that? What yeah. are you going to do to literally diversify yeah. your investments? What are you going to do to make sure if this doesn't work out, even if it takes longer to work out, we're okay. Because mm. right now we're not okay. And it could be that he's thinking, but you've got somewhere to live. I don't like this situation. And I don't want it to be long-term. When I say this dilemma was cut and dry for you, I was like, oh. yeah, Miss Courtney has to go first on this no, one. No, you got to have a conversation. It's definitely given acrimony. But I definitely oh. agree with everything you said. And... um I think, as you were saying, that resentment can build if you haven't had a clear conversation or communicated over whose role is what, right? Yeah. So I think for her, especially in this relationship, the fact that, you know, you, sis, you have your own business that you've had to put on hold for his dream or whatever it is. um, And you're also covering your essentials, right? So you're covering the bills of like food and buying his clothes and all that kind of jazz. (laughs) Let me not. Yeah, I'm going to try and say this in a politically correct fashion. Um, That can be the source of very extreme resentment, especially when you don't communicate and especially when it's not made clear that, you know, this is not something you want to do for the Mm -hmm. long term. And depending on what kind of dynamic you have in your relationship, Mm -hmm. this is not going to work out. Um, And I think the resentment is twofold insofar as you covering the essentials, but Mm. also feeling like you're holding yourself back so that he can pursue his his dream, right? And the fact that he may have certain privileges that you don't have. So the fact that his mother does have these multiple properties and you guys are able to stay in this place, you know, rent-free, as much as that is a blessing, 
I often say comfort is the enemy of progress because mm. the moment that you're comfortable, you stop seeking progress yeah. or at least stop seeking it within um, a certain amount of time. Yeah. And I love what you said about putting some kind of timeline, some kind of deadline, because this can't be. Forever. Listen, certain men will have you out here chasing fairies for ten years if they mm-hmm. quote. They will be when it comes to like look at it. When we think about things like commitment issues, right? When mm. we think about things like putting time bound specific direction oriented um conditions on whatever you're going through is one of the best ways to kind of like break out of it and Mm. ensure that you know both parties are actually feeling heard and feeling as though you know you have something that you're working towards you actually have a sense of progress because honestly he could be working on this forever and it's like we don't want you to spend the rest of your life hooked on a this could happen yeah because by the time this could happen hell you guys might be 40 50 and listen i'm sure that you know people who are in their 40s and 50s and found their big break we're always hearing those big stories oh yes this person got their break at 40 or 50 xyz however if you want to be realistic and thinking about your ages as well 28 and 29 as you were saying the older we get as much as people are talking about you know second puberty and like you know second puberty girl Oh, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Second puberty and like getting into the swing of adulthood and delaying certain things like, you know, child rearing to explore Mm, and be independent. mm. Your bills are not going to allow you to do those things comfortably. Your bills will continue to rise. 100%. The cost of living is going up. Oh. Capitalism is continuing to. price is not today's today's price. price. Capitalism is continuing to tie, bound us. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's, as you said, it's really important to sit down and communicate these expectations rather than allow for the resentment to build to the point that it reaches breaking point. Yeah. Have you ever seen a kettle when it's like completely boiling and and if you don't take it off, it's shake it shake it hello hello the water something explodes and then all you see is boiling water everywhere Everywhere. it's really difficult to come back Back, from that because once you are scorched by boiling water all you're left with is scars come on don't allow the kettle screaming don't allow the kettle to boil to that point take it off the heat and have the conversation um and sis like i think again politically correct because I don't, obviously it depends on the dynamic of your relationship, right? Yeah. What are the roles of men and women in um, your, relationship. your relationship? Assuming heteronormativity. This might actually be a cool setup for other people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Some people who are perfectly fine with, you but know, being the be breadwinner. Precisely. Some women are perfectly fine with being the breadwinner whilst, you know, the man is either a house husband or, you know, he's working on his business or whatever hobby yeah. whatever hobby because this feels like a hobby right now um <laughs> <laughs> with your little business with your little business no but there's also something to be said about like what we ascribe the word job to and like what we describe as work well because some folks will have the title of entrepreneur or ceo but they're actually not good at what they do or they're not actually working so i think there needs to be transparent conversations about that too between men and women because i think a lot of men can hide behind this charade of i'm working I'm hard it is a charade because some of them are not working no, yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of these people can be undercover bumps right this whole i'm working i'm working on my business remember it insecure lawrence was working on his business in his underwear upside down eating nachos yeah how are you gonna make a profitable business yeah when you're upside down watching television from nine to five yeah 
There's nothing profitable profitable about, about that. that. It could even be a thing where, listen, you're a business owner, yeah. right? You can use your expertise to now be talking to him and being like, you know, if we're going to go all in on your business yeah, idea. Let's forecast. Let's forecast. Yeah. I have some skills. You have some skills. Yeah. If we're going to go all in on this, let's do this together. Yeah. Because Lord knows he might be very bad at what he does. Very, very bad. Like in terms of profitability, right? Like, gosh, it's just so frustrating because yeah. it's like people can... People love to lie about how hard they're working sometimes. Oh, girl. Are you sure? Girl. And he it's might be true. working hard. And it's if true. it's a case of he's working hard but not yielding results, something has to give. Yeah. Something has yeah, to Yeah, you can't keep beating at that dead horse. You really can't. Um, the other thing I will say, though, just to flip it a little bit, sis, do not play house with this man. Oh. I know you've moved in with each other. Okay, and that's great. But to me, it doesn't sit well if this dynamic is not what I would be willing to fully commit to. Yeah. Just in the sense that if we were two people more independent from each other, more away from each other, not necessarily break up or on a break, like with boyfriend and girlfriend, mm. but I have my own space. I have my own responsibilities. Mm. And you live in your mom's house. You do that. Do you get what I mean? But yeah. we're now playing house, which means we're basically... Like you said, those roles dynamic in a committed relationship, that's what we should be practicing here, right? But we're not because this this is an unconventional situation, right? Yeah. For me, what I would do is say, okay, babe, I'm moving out. We're not on a break. We're not breaking up. I'm moving out. I'm going to my own space. I'm going to start mm. taking care of myself, right? Mm. And you focus on your thing, but we can't play house and we can't get married till you decide how you're going to act as a husband, Sorry, personally, personally, personally for me, the reason why is I think it does, like you said, it causes people to become too comfortable with you. You buying his clothes, you buying his food. If you want to live a life where not you're sponging off of someone, but somebody's taking care of you whilst you're working on this, that's not my responsibility. That's a wife's responsibility, number one, or number two, that's your mama's responsibility. That's why you're living in your mama's house. Okay, so ask your mom to buy your clothes. I was and your even food. about to say. No, I was that's, even about and to that's say. why I'm saying I will have to take myself out of this situation mm. of playing house with mm -hmm. you because mm -hmm. now you're mm -hmm. looking at me as the person you should depend on when I'm not comfortable with that at this stage of our relationship. Number yeah. one, yeah. or I'm not comfortable with that. Full stop. So I'm going to remove myself and you can't depend on me in that way, right? And it's not that, sometimes you can put up boundaries whilst you're still in a romantic relationship. For sure. And it's not that I don't love you and I don't support, it's that this actually makes me uncomfortable. And unfortunately, a lot of men will see that oh, she's not ride or die. No, she, this is her boundary. Stop trying to pull it down and seeing you pulling it down as I'm making her into a valuable woman. Mm. You're putting her through struggle yeah. and she doesn't yeah. like it. She's clearly uncomfortable. This isn't an evolution which she wants to grow into. And a lot of men see that as a, no, I'm pushing her to be better. I'm pushing her to be patient and long suffering. There are other instances where she can be patient and long suffering without this amount of compromise. And she's compromising her values and feeling like what she wants is not important because you're trying to change her right i'm not saying that this is what this situation is but i just think it's important uh, what i would do personally let me speak for myself mm. i would have to take myself out of the place of being you depending on me yeah if that makes me uncomfortable nuts. no and that's i couldn't live with you i could not oh, live with you man like again we everybody is uh open to their own uh, interpretations dynamics all that we disclaimer again we're christians but oh yeah for me I hear it because even personally, when I think of the role of a husband or I think of the role of a boyfriend, mm -hmm. right? 
The role of a boyfriend or a husband is actually to give and to take care and of. And to lead and the to cover. Thing, listen, the first thing that we see, you know, G.O.D. <laughs> giving Adam. The, yeah, you know me. Before he gave him Eve. Was a J.O.B. <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him a job. Because the job and the care that necessitates the responsibility and accountability that necessitates a job mm. precedes a relationship. Come on. So this whole, you know, you taking care of him, those kind of issues should only be an issue or reality for a season. Yeah. And Unless that's what you want forever. And girl, if that's you, but you've, clar- you've clarified. You've got to clarify, exactly. And also you've got to take things at face value because yes. a lot of us are living on a prayer. That is so in good. one that day, so one day he's going to, this good. whole episode is turning to out to resist that level, but this is, a, this is sitting on my spirit. Is, oh, come on, let's go. A lot of us are hedging on the bets of, but one day, but one day, mm-hmm. one day might never come. It might not. And I'm not saying this to crush your dreams. I'm saying a lot of us go into relationships, men get into relationships with some women, women get in relationships with some men, hoping that the man will change, hoping that the woman will change. Would you marry the person they are right mm. now the person That's they good. are the, and not just the things that they're doing because jobs can change housing can change physical appearance can change could you marry their character because that's what takes the longest to change which is why it's so important for you like what you were saying before 100. has he actually got a work ethic or is he using this entrepreneurship thing to cover up his laziness because what you <laughs> might not want to be with long term is this lazy man it's not about being with someone whose dreams have worked or not it's about being with someone do you know how to work mm. do you know how to actually put in effective work mm-hmm. right efficient work do you know how to tell yourself you know what this is not working are you critical enough are you sane enough to or not are you sane. delusional no 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 because one day you don't want to marry a delusional person yeah you sure. know especially if the delusion is harming for you sure, and harming sure. your relationship and that's yeah. why i feel like don't a lot of like how acrimony was oh but he finally made it right the acrimony is a tyler perry film featuring taraji p henson um and it's a really interesting film it's a tyler perry film to take that as you will but i think it's actually no no but this acrimony is actually quite good yeah not that bad quite you know one of the larger budgets yeah but uh, (laughs) no it's actually quite good it's quite an interesting story we've talked about it um at like girls nights and stuff but i think it's important what one thing that I took from that film was the whole like, but one day he made it. He finally made it. Do you get what I mean? And it's like, but he easily couldn't have. And how many people have said, I've got a dream and it has how many not even just men, you sis. How many times have you had an idea? And it's like, mm, this wasn't as great as I thought it Bruh. was. You know, ideas are like that, right? In your head, it might work. In reality, it doesn't. Or it may not be relevant anymore. The time has passed, like whatever it may be. And you are here hedging your bets on maybe one day he'll make it, but maybe one day he won't. And so you have to decide to marry not this idea and not this business, because this might not, he may wake up one day and be like, you know what? I'm even bored of this. I'm trying to do something mm. else. And you've gone and wasted years of your life yeah. sacrificing for this man to build this. And now he doesn't want to build it anymore. Now you hate him. You hate him. Resentment. Do you get what I mean? And I think that's important. Can you marry the character of this man? Can you marry this man's mindset currently? Because other things can change. You know, he might have a conversation with his mom and his mom's like, listen, you got six months to move out of my house. <laughs> I hear it. Get out. Um, but has can can his mindset survive? Can his mm-hmm. mindset help him to survive, if that makes sense? Like, yeah. if his mom says, I'm taking this house away, could he survive? Can you trust that man to with with your future? yeah can you trust that man with your future yeah that's what you because he could trust you with his future 
That's why he's dependent oh, 100%. on you. That's why he got the clothes but and the can food. you depend on him for your future? And a lot of us want to be here holding on to men who we don't really want to be with. And his personality might be nice, mm. but marriage confronts you with the nitty gritty. For sure. We're for not sure. just friends. For We're not sure. just pally pally. We're not just people who find each other physically attractive and have sex all the time. We are people building an institution. Mm. Mm. We are people who have to literally build a household together, right? And it may not even have kids, but it's us. It's our futures. It's our destinies. It's our minds. It's our hearts. It's our souls. It's our spirits. Like yeah. we are building a house which will hold all of these things right life building or life shattering things do i want to do that with you big question mark based on your present actions mm, based and not on, on who you actions. could be no. or what you could who you are in this moment what you've shown me over the past and sis you've been together for five years you have receipts she said five years <laughs> i didn't even realize five years baby oh baby <laughs> You've got the receipts. She's, but I thought this was a man that, like, no, two years no, maybe. Five years, man. They've Firstly, been together for some stuff. Oh, maybe don't, they don't yeah, want to maybe get maybe married. They don't want it's to, true. Or maybe it's too soon. No. I don't accept that. <clears throat> but I mean, how could they get married if. How could you? But then why are you wasting your time with this man? <laughs> personally, personally, personally. No, 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 personally. Let's talk about me. Let me talk oh. about me. I would have to... This ain't working. If I stay with you any longer... Oh, we're out, boy. And I'm not projecting this on sis. She might, she might not have as, as little patience. Not I, that I don't have patience. It's just that I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. I'm not seeing <laughs> I'm not seeing the work ethic. I'm not mm. seeing the discipline. Or I might not be seeing like... You might be seeing those things, but you might not. You st- it's down to you. It's down to the guy. Do you get what I mean? Mm. For me, I would want to see dis- discipline. Yeah. I would want to see dedication. I would want to see work ethic, serious mm-hmm. grind. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And it may not even be that the money is coming in, but if I see those things, okay, I know the type of man that I'm with. Yeah. And if this don't work out, I, at least I know he'll be able to do something else. Do you get it? Or he'll make, he'll make it work somehow. If I'm not seeing that, I can't be with you. And it could be that, you know what, let's just set, take a step back for a second and assess the situation from the outside and get rid of all these emotions and get rid of, you know, the fact that I have an affinity for you because we've been living together and we've been in a relationship for five years. Let's be realistic from the outside looking in. This doesn't look right. Full picture. Well, <sighs> I'm not saying break up. Because I don't know your situation. This is true. I mean, we. Do. I think it comes down to a conversation. Yeah. It comes down yeah. to communicating. This is what I would have expected from us by now. Yeah. This is what I want to expect from you. Can you live up to those expectations in the next three years, two years? Personally, I feel he's only got six months left. <laughs> <laughs> Not the expiration date has been expedited you on get, the result like, of these conditions. Wow. Yo, we need to do a whole episode on this kind of uh, debauchery. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. This is debauchery. Oh. Five years. Yes. But I'm like, actually interested to hear what the sisters have to say. Maybe we'll yeah. post this dilemma. Go to our Instagram. We'll yeah, post yeah, yeah, yeah. this dilemma, right? And you comment down below what you would do. 
I feel like a lot of you would have a lot to say. Though. That would be so good. We're going to do that. Or should we do? I don't know. We should do that. We should do that. But is the comment section enough space to write? Uh, we'll give it a go. And yeah, if the sisters we'll need see. more space, then we can have some kind of forum going yeah, it's on. True. Some kind of quick live. Maybe or an something. IG live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but so sending you lots of love, some lights, and some finances since you be oh, out please. here covering stuff. God, as God, oh, that's a wreck. Honestly, honestly, um, but I think that's actually a <laughs> quite unfortunate segue into oh, the meats, streets, the meats of the streets What's of this episode. What's going on in the streets? So, Miss Courtney, yeah, how are you feeling about the world today? <laughs> You know what? Yeah, there's actually too much happening right now. There like is. there's a lot. And I think there's a lot to be grateful for. There's a lot to be thankful for. I think in our lives as well, like there's so much to be thankful for. Yeah, and having, yeah. you know, people around you who you love and you can take, like I've been taking time to really take joy mm. in the small things and the little moments, right? However, there's a lot happening. And so I find myself having to retreat a lot. Like I'm just listening to music watching my shows literally escapism is my strategy right yeah, now i, I no longer watch the news i hear it but the news seems to find me <laughs> it's come looking you know it's come knock 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 real world problems yeah. um and i just think that like one thing i've realized for me over the last few years is when it comes to dealing with things like collective trauma and it started with for me Wow, not be going down the road. Let's go hole. back. Yeah, let's talk. When let's Chadwick talk. Boseman died, oh. the amount of grief I felt, honestly, I started to get worried because I don't know this man. No. And so I watched, um, I listened to this podcast episode. I think it's Black Girl Therapy. Mm. Um, and she was talking about it's actually like collective trauma is a thing. Mm. And that was the first time I became aware of it that, yeah. like, Yes, we are all like a lot of us are grieving over somebody we don't know because collective trauma is a thing. Yeah. And yeah. I think since then I've been thinking, OK, like the effects of the pandemic, you know, announcements of like wars, invasions and especially like last um, 2020s Black Lives Matter in the summer, George Floyd, like all of these things happening back to back. And I think what's unfortunate is traumatic things and catastrophes aren't new. It's just that we're exposed to them way too much now. For sure all the time like the things that you would go to to escape are here telling you but remember <laughs> there's a war outside that you know algorithm set up do you get what anymore. i mean and for me it's like i have to log off mm. and i think that that's okay because like we've had a we we have an episode um we ha we did an episode in season one talking about performative activism yeah and one thing i've done because i used to feel not that i used to be, i used to be very vocal about political issues right yeah and then sometimes it comes and bites you in the ass, right? Not because you're saying something controversial or anything like that, but then you have to engage with it all the time. Yeah. If I'm if I'm vocal about this, then people are like, but why weren't you vocal about this? You need to be vocal about... And then I have people in my DMs be like, post about this, post about that, post about... Do you know how this is affecting me? Being... And even things that I would not be privy to, you're now making me aware of it. And I'm dealing with that emotionally. And I am yeah. somebody who is affected emotionally by the dumbest things, right? Not the dumbest things, but I'm very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. As, ha as hard shell as I am, one... Me seeing one picture will throw off my whole day. 
Like it will just, I'm sad. Do you get what I mean? And I personally, as, as people may call it privileged and stuff like that, but I think if you can take care of your mind and you can guard your mind, not by being ignorant, because I'm very aware of the things that are going on, but controlling how plugged in you are to these things and how often you have to see them that's been my strategy personally because mm. i think a lot of people demand talk about this show this yeah. why haven't you posted about this me posting about this what does it do for you oh goodness me. all it does is make you think i'm a better person but this situation isn't about me and to what end because sometimes this whole pressure to post about this post about this post about this you need to go and lobby the media your politicians the folks that actually run the country. Because whilst I understand that we've come into a, a time where, you know, social media and the internet has decentralized yeah. a lot of, you know, spaces for power. I think that the rise of these political issues yeah. and the fact that we are so much more aware of these issues going on in real time means that there's a lot of pressure, undue pressure on people who have actually no business speaking out on these things. You have no... Why are you in the DMs of, say, a beauty influencer and expecting her to come with something profound on the Russo-Ukraine conflict? And this is the thing. It's different if you're using your platform for an effective purpose Precisely. but a lot of people are because people should be aware people what does people being aware do though you that you are aware let's actually <laughs> point the fingers <laughs> you that you are aware what have you done and even that awareness now i don't want you guys to become super like tin hat conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah. theorists but even in that awareness we need to uh, like we need to understand that there's limitations to our awareness we will never have the full story never have when the full i think picture. about like Ukraine as an example yeah folks were like oh you know supporting Ukraine all that kind of stuff and then the racism jumped out the ism started jumping out and everyone was like oh this one is th this one is sticky also like just generally sometimes I think what did what did black people do to be receiving this kind of hate and nonsense across mm. the globe for hundreds of mm. years that's a conversation for actually a whole other day mm. in fact in person because some of y'all <laughs> need to be spoken to in person oh, it just happened like and it's th those kind of things and especially when like people who don't oh, how do I say this like sensitively for example, Black Lives Matter, mm. summer 2020, cast your minds back. People would be pressuring black people to talk about this particular issue who weren't black. And the reason why I say that's strange is me engaging with this topic is very different to you engaging with this topic, Susan, because you <laughs> don't have the weight of knowing when you look in the mirror, you see a black person. Mm. So when I go outside, my weight is not that I'm educated and I'm clued up. It's I actually live the reality of being treated this yeah, way. Yeah. So if I'm going to talk about like the Russo-Ukraine situation, if I talk about this and how it's affecting immigrants, if I'm an immigrant, where does that, how do you think I engage with this topic? Mm. What emotions do you think it draws mm. out of me as a black person, as an immigrant, as uh, somebody whose parents may, may have come into this country seeking Bruh. asylum? How do you think that makes me feel? Do you get what I mean? It's like when people are like, oh, what's your thoughts on me too? How do you think it makes me feel as a woman to engage with these topics this isn't me reading a history book this is me living out the experience right so what you're reading as a case study is actually my life i have real emotions towards Precisely. that so you're forcing me to confront something which i don't need to confront because i confront it every day bruh, bruh. do you get what i mean and and this is not obviously a lot of us are thinking more about like the uh russia ukraine conflict and stuff like that 
right now, but a lot of people don't even have enough education on the topic to talk about it, but you feel pressure to talk about it. But you talking about, really, I want us to circle back to this question. What does you being aware, what has that done for you? Have you given? This challenge that's come up, it might not even be women charity that you give to specifically, but there's a whole bunch of crap going on in the world Mm -hmm. where they need resources Mm -hmm. and they need money. Mm -hmm. Give, right? But have you given? Have you prayed? Have you educated yourself? You being aware, you seeing something on someone's Instagram, because this is the one that pisses me off the most. It's just a simple share to your story, but you scrolled past. This did not make a difference to anything. This brings me back to the influencer conversation. Mm. If I'm going to use my platform because I'm rallying up resources, completely different because that makes a change. But me adding something to my story, this pretty graphic to my story, Uh, just so that I can get your approval. Not the infographic complex. Just so that I can get your approval so that you don't think I'm a bad person. That doesn't stop the fact that they're dropping bombs on countries. What's what's that? There's a word for it. Uh, It's like moral grandstanding or moral posturing. Oh yeah. Where it's Um, like you're just doing the thing. Virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of virtue signaling happening on social media. And even in that, we become so desensitized and it becomes a normal thing. It's a normal thing now to see like conflict images. It's a normal thing to see people like suffering And not do anything about it. And just go about About your your day. day. Do you know how nuts that is? And then your only concern is who did or did not post this. People are dying dead death. Every variation of the word. And it's actually okay to be tired because I'm, I don't know about you. So I log off sometimes. You sometimes, sometimes. we never, I'm not on. <laughs> because it's a lot. I'm not it on. It really is a lot. When you do, and this is the thing, when we do say educate yourself, mm-hmm. there's... Right now, there's a phenomena that we're all going through called Mm. information overload, Overload, right? Where we are getting access and we are privy to information at really alarming rates. This is why our attention spans are decreasing. This is why everybody's out here with a twitch. This is why everybody has got... got Everybody is out here. No, but certain people don't be on TikTok that were saying how laptops. that's actually a manifestation of anxiety. Yeah. When you like randomly shiver or, or All yeah. that, just somebody, you'll be in the office, somebody yeah. will stand back and you'll think, is this, is everything We all okay? got the crazy. We all got it now. <laughs> this is why our eyesight is getting worse. This is why all of us are privy to high blood pressure and mm. all that kind of stuff. All the diabetes. It's all coming, it's, true. it's all coming full sugar. circle. All yeah. of that. And no wonder so many of us have got, you know, really terrible coping mechanisms no wonder so many of us are dealing with this mass mood of depression and upset and anxiety and panic and then on top of that on top of what's going on you know in the periphery on the globe we have to now contend with the things that are happening within our own nations no not even in the i have something to say house well before we come to the house you say what you have to say i know this is your time to to shine energy bills are rising <laughs> let me tell you let something. me tell you this has been on renee's heart for the last six days <laughs> she has not let up on this no because we, like i don't want to incite violence. it all started with the council tax this bill. is the, you oh, made the content. it started with the council tax <laughs> because people seem to think and this is again the problem with social media is just optics and all that kind of yeah. stuff i want to let you guys in on the real yeah we yeah. don't ramp here we tell At you all. about like the real situations yeah. that we're facing it was literally i was on the phone to my mother i said i can't believe that council tax is this high is this why you've been stressed these past years she but said, you've got to tell the story before that 
We got a council tax bill. Bill. Yeah. So actually, me and Renee lived together. A great experience. Fantastic. And when we moved in, obviously, they tell you, oh, council tax, you know, on top of the rent. Yeah. And we're like, okay. So we asked the lady, oh, how much is council tax? She was like, don't worry, ladies. Council tax and bills included will be no more than £200. Obviously, we are novices in this game. So we were like, okay, cool. That sounds fine. You know, we could do that. We'll scrape together a bit right. of cash. We moved in here, no council tax bill. So are they going to send us an email called like, what are they going to do? <laughs> and then we have two mailboxes. Oh. Like in our building, we have two different places where you can get mail. It's a place you can get parcels, a place you can get letters. Yeah. For some reason, we both forgot that letters will come because we don't have a letter box. Oh, we was getting our, PL, our, our, so our, our orders, clothes, all of that. We were on it, right? But letters, shall we? I'd never seen a letter. We don't intend to see another one ever again. So I was looking for a package, which I got, and I thought, oh, maybe it's in this other mail room, which I've never been in before. So I asked them to open. You could you could tell we had never checked for letters <laughs> because they were like, oh, you haven't set up your mailbox. You've lived here for two months. Firstly, I don't want them to send me anything. <laughs> I feel like if I set it up, First it's welcoming all, trouble. Ma- mail forwarders, take that back. <laughs> take take it that back. back. We don't live here. And so this man goes and opens the box. We have stacks of letters guys like <laughs> stacks of letters final notice final notice tv tv license oh it was the tv nah man not them being after the us license. it was the tv license i was like who watches bbc iplayer in this house <laughs> who sent them because that man's name was simon he said we have dispatched simon to come and check to this day simon <laughs> where are you where are you, where are you? anyway we paid it now so you come you, you know come. what i mean yeah. They said final notice. Um, you guys have been watching television. Have you been here? <laughs> have you been here? You haven't been here when we watch movies. You ain't been here. I pay my Netflix. I pay exactly. my Disney Plus. I pay all of these things. You have the oh, god the sheer audacity. And so I bring up the letters to Renee. I'm like, look. <laughs> look at these bouncings. <laughs> and give it to her. She opens a letter addressed to her with a hefty council tax bill, as in like. 250 pounds a month like our council tax bill for a quarter was 800 pounds for a quarter of the year mm-hmm. so yeah you could continue with your story as courtney said our council tax i saw that final bill i said wow courtney the work we have been doing has not been real work get to work get to i was work. even Go thinking put on your mini skirt there's no way i'm even thinking of the sister in the dilemma if i was here I'm so could, sorry. Nah, stop it. Stop I am it. So sorry. I was hit with this kind of bill, and you want to come and tell me you're working on, on your my business. business. Do that on the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and you that will wear mini skirts. We're going on the road. <laughs> it's me and you both that we're going. Because we saw this bill, and of course, you know, we paid it all that yeah, jazz. Yeah, yeah. But it really just made so stark the responsibilities of being an adult in today's world and I, it's so frustrating sometimes because i go online yeah and there's all these conversations about like owning a house yeah. or buying property or investing and yeah. stuff like that and people love to lie and posture and say that these things are easy you just need to unsubscribe to netflix or stop buying starbucks <laughs> coffee stop and all avocados. of a sudden you will have a deposit for a house you lie <laughs> You lie, lie the because if is not the money you. that I don't have for my avocados, HMRC, it's <laughs> gonna take it. If it's not HMRC, it's also TV me licensing. buying a one pound avocado. How's that gonna buy me a they house? They say that oh, over time, if give what it, time? Worry, give it twenty five years. Give it thirty five years. Give it twenty five years. You'll be able to purchase your house. You people that bought houses for nineteen pence are now telling me that I I you should boomers. easily have a, a you boomers. 
and a deposit. You boomers need your to boom box back to your generation. Cost, exactly. I spent what you spent on your house on ASOS. Oh, it's so frustrating. And I think that sometimes people love to not be real about the situations that Facts. they're going through financially. Facts. And it's not helpful in this society and not helpful in this generation because how are we going to apply pressure on these institutions? How are we going to apply pressure? How are we going to have these conversations? How are we going to uplift each other in a community if we're all pretending that we're making um, seven figures and we're all ready to purchase a house? Because the qu- listen, when I saw that council, in fact, it's not even the council tax because after that gingered me and we paid it, yeah, yeah. it was like, okay, cool. It was the now, I got an email recently, maybe as Courtney said, six days ago. I said, <laughs> Courtney, I said, Renee, what's up? I said, Courtney, <laughs> our energy bill because I'm the kind of person, like, when a bill comes in, I like to pay it. Yeah, exactly. I don't like I don't like this whole idea of somebody uh, knocking on my door, sending me letters and all that kind of yeah. stuff because they'll be pressed. Yeah. Again, emails with, with energy, they said, oh, I was thinking, I've paid the bill already. I don't want, why are you coming yeah. to look for me? Hi, Renee. Just want to let you know that in light of the whole recent situation, that uh, an energy has increased per, per what, what is it? Kilo, kilo something. <laughs> Kilo <laughs> something. And I was like, oh, it's not that deep. And then I looked at the change in tariff. I said, my God. I was looking for Courtney it's in that deep. house. I it's said, Courtney, deep. have you seen our bills again? And at that point, we said, put on every clothe that you have. Turn what? off that heater. At the end of the day, if it's not Courtney that's switching off all the lights, it's me. I'll go, which light is on? If I hear even worrying, what's I that noise? If, if our videos start to look a bit dark, please, <laughs> we're going through things. We're going through things. <laughs> And it's just, it's not even just the expense, but it's the principle. Understanding that the cost of living is rising. And yet salaries are not. And that's the bit that kills me. Now, don't get us wrong. We're sitting here complaining. We can joke about this, but we got all these fancy mics. We got all these fancy lights. And by God's grace, they will stay on. However, it's the people who were closer to the poverty line or the people who were close to, they were just making ends meet. They were just being, we're not talking about the people who can afford to go on holiday three times a year and I've got to cut it down to two. That's not who's being affected. The people who are being affected are the people who are already stretching their budgets. Mm. And now the cost of living is going up, but they're not getting a pay rise. Their workplace is not saying, well, I'm increasing your um, hourly rate by 50p. But my heating's gone up by 50p per kilowatt. What? For me, I the way I measure inflation is a couple of ways, right? When plantain increases. Oh. That is a, when I started seeing £1.50 for free plantains. £1.50, £1.30, £1.20. And it's or when you start seeing two for one pound instead of three. Oh. And then you know the places that have it for three for one pound are, are selling you fake things. <laughs> you already know how I feel about my conspiracy is about count, Not counterfeit. 100%. Well, like chicken breast, right? There was this one. She, I'm really sad about this, guys. As you, as you can hear. <laughs> There was this um, in Lidl, you mm-hmm. could get chicken breast for £3.50 a kilogram. Every single time in the past, I want to say eight weeks, I've been going to Lidl hoping and praying. £3.50. £3.50, yeah. The frozen one? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That's out of stock now. That's been out of stock. <laughs> I can tell you, it's been out of stock for eight, for eight weeks now. They said absolutely not. And now when I go to get chicken breast, I have to get the fresh one, which is now £6 like, something. Yeah, six, seven, eight and pounds. Again, I called up Mama Renee. I said, Mommy. <laughs> yeah. Is this what you were going to? Mommy, where can I get chicken breast for £3.50? <laughs> I have to become a vegan. Babe. I want to get. But oh, that's another conversation. It, you know, the it. other day I went to. Where was I? I don't know, Sainsbury's or something. I was looking at the price of vegetables and I thought, first of all, <laughs> do I need to open a farm? Why is the broccoli £2? Fam, forget even the vegetables. 
them substitutes. Tofu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Beans and things. I tea. saw strawberries for three pounds. Sorry, that's what pissed me off. <laughs> strawberries, a pun, and not like, oh, this is a family pack. Yeah. This was like seven strawberries. I counted seven <laughs> individual strawberries in a punnet for three pounds. How can you say seven? Three GPP. No, 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 but seven strawberries. And they were big because, you know, not G, um, GMO. That's how, do, that's how they do it. 100%. But like three pounds, as in it's 50p a strawberry. That could buy you a cookie in secondary school. And this is the thing. Why wouldn't we be unhealthy? why wouldn't we why be wouldn't unhealthy? be healthy because then there's the whole conversations that people have around like oh well if you wanted to be healthy then this is what you would purchase yeah or like you'd want to purchase it's fine, it's organic things they're selling no, carrots not. for like 50p a carrot and now. why am i gonna keep carrots in my fridge for seven does that even keep you want me to be freezing all my food this is ridiculous and these days they don't really give you much freezer room like that i know why our mothers <sighs> bought that extra chest because do you know why they ain't I mean? giving you freezer space like that so i think we need to recognize as women you know cost of living is up Collective trauma is a thing, and we're tired. Flat, we are tired. Flat we're actually really flat tired. Lines. I understand yeah. that. Listen, when we were having the conversation last week around sugar daddies, yeah, like you know, soft life. <laughs> I love how we keep it circling back to that because it's seeming more oh, like what? a good idea. Do you know idea. what I mean? It's starting to sound like the real answer to all of these issues. <laughs> forget writing. Forget you know education. lobbying. Forget education. Because where is ed- where will education get you in these it testing will get you times? Far. Let's let's let's. You know we're joking. Times. It will get you far, but sis, read the book. Do you know what at I mean? At the same time, at the same time, go like, watch that mini skirt. We're going out. Go on, this is versatility. <laughs> we're not boss Agility. babes. We're book babes. Come on, read your book, but we babe. babe. Do you babes, know what I mean? Yeah. Got to make sure when it depends on who your audience is, but you know, mini skirts, but bring the book. Bring the book. Um, yeah. but no, it's just. It's really frustrating. And I think as women, like that sense of like instability can be really like traumatizing and really difficult to live with, especially as we're now contending with, you know, agency, the modern woman and like fending for yourself Mm. and all of that kind of stuff. Loneliness and dealing with a lot of these Mm. things and all of the associated emotions that can come as a result of, you know, being a fairly independent woman or a fairly self-sufficient woman. And it feels like you are dealing with the weight of the world mm, by yourself yeah and i think like obviously plug to tms but beyond that having a community around you or having somebody or people around you to help you realize that a this is not something that you're going through alone, alone. you like you're actually not alone inflation is hitting my girls as much as it's hitting me and it's okay if i haven't got it all together or if this is all affecting me like one thing i don't want for the sisters is to feel bad for having to step back. Mm. You don't have to be, especially because the world looks to women often to fix everything. Oh boy. Fix everything. Black women will come to save us. We're tired. Absolutely not. We're going to have a nap. You guys fix it yourself. Bro. You know, or like, it's just feeling guilty for taking care of yourself. Mm. Take care of yourself. Like you've actually got to be okay and find yourself in a community who would allow you to do that, but also invest in taking care of you, right? And it doesn't mean, you know, don't have the hard hitting conversations because a lot of ish is going on right yeah, now. Yeah. And a lot of it actually is scary. Mm. And it, it's scarier for, for some and it's it's tough. Yeah. No, no one sure. has the perfect answer for this. For sure. But please get plugged into places that help you not lose your mind Bruh. or become riddled in so much fear. This, oh, fear. And like one thing that's been on my heart recently around like dealing with collective trauma yeah. and dealing with the realities of the world that we live in yeah. where it feels like just everything is 
piling up against you yeah. is it's okay if you've suffered setbacks because mm. I think that especially with so the whole good. like you know casting visions and we've definitely been proponents of casting your vision and then yeah. running for it yeah this might have been a big wind for you yeah this may have rocked you back right to even before the starting line yeah and I like even thinking about like financially right mm. you may have had the most lofty financial yeah. goals there's so many of us that are literally, you know, one diagnosis away from bankruptcy. Oh my There's God. There's so many of us that we are. <laughs> That's spot on. Yo, we are one fraudulent, you know, one victim of fraudulent behavior mm. away from being completely and totally finished. Yeah. And I think it's really important to to flag that because it can feel like the failure, the onus of failure is on, on you, you when sometimes it's actually your environment yeah. that has caused you. Because our response, I'm so sick of the response being so like black and white. It's always like, oh, if things are not going your way, then like it's a you problem. Yeah, it's something you need or to find a way to get out. Find a way. I did X, Y, Z. I managed to overcome. Da, da, okay. da, da. We don't care. <laughs> We do not don't care. care. Yeah, <laughs> I see it all the time when somebody will post something on social media and somebody will come like, and it will always be like, they have a bird as like their profile pictures oh of stupid. Yeah. Um, and be like, you know, pull yourself by your bootstraps yeah. or work harder or da, 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 da. Sometimes the answer isn't to work harder. Sometimes the answer, in fact, sometimes there's no answer. Yeah, sometimes there sometimes is you no actually answer. need to sit and with sometimes the fact there's that you not just, back. Exactly. And sometimes there's not only one answer. Maybe at some point you do need to work harder. Okay, but right now, for now, cry. Fam. You know, it's nap. It's tight in Eat these streets, you know. Yeah, because it, it really is tight in these streets. And I need us to all realize that. <laughs> no, no, no. I need us to all realize that. Life is not easy right now. It's not. Okay. And it doesn't mean we're not, you know, we're all proponents doing the hard things. We're going to do the hard things. But I need you to acknowledge life is not easy. Because sometimes those like, glazing answers are trying to tell you it's easier than you think it's no it's hard no it's difficult and that's why you gotta really pat yourself on the back when you do the hard things okay so please be patient with yourself get educated but if you feel like something is really impacting your mood and it's completely um setting you throwing you off yeah take a step back and don't feel guilty for that i think the other thing is i love what you said about the whole vision thing q1 is coming to an end Mm. maybe it's this is a great time to sit down and just revise the re- the vision or revise the strategy, especially revise the budget. Mm. That's something I had to oh sit down boy. and do and just be like, oh, the things you thought that, how much you thought you could save, you can't because now the bill's going Baby. up. You know, all, all of that, but still, okay, but then where does this, what does this mean for me? Mm. What does it mean I need to do? What can I actually afford to do? Yeah. What do I need to cut back on? Or what do I need to start working harder on so I can make more? Whatever it may be, just sit down with yourself and think, let's... Um, calibrate let's Mm. recalibrate Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. because things have shifted a little bit let's get back to the center let's get back into alignment with god what's god saying for my life where am i spiritually where's my mental health right now because i wasn't expecting this hit and it may not have been a hit to me but it's a global hit and that affects me and understand that taking care of yourself doesn't have to be fancy. Like it doesn't, you don't have to go on a spa getaway yeah, for yeah. six days or whatnot. Sometimes just stay in your house. Yeah. Or just turn off your phone. Bro. Put it in a different room. My challenge Please. is one time, like one day this week, yeah. put your phone in a different room and just go about your life. Yeah. Try and like unplug, switch Read off. It's actually so, so important because again, you're not actually meant to or built for processing yeah. this much information yeah we were never meant to have access to this much information this much people's opinions mm. why aren't what like why would we not be riddled with anxiety and insecurities why? 
because one hillbilly from God knows far away, yeah, is coming to comment X, Y, Z on this conflict. But why though? And why do I have access to what yeah. you have to think? And why does that now affect my day? This is the thing. Because yeah. in the grand scheme of things, and this is it, cognitively and consciously, mm. I'm not processing it. Yeah. But subconsciously it's and there. spiritually, it's there. It's there. Everything that we come into contact with is leaving a deposit. Yep. It's leaving a deposit. Come on. And some of us, because they've been subconscious deposits, we're thinking that we're cool, but really we need to clean our cars. Have you ever seen a, a car whose engine is dirty? Yeah, and they don't know because they're still running. But sis, that's going to clog up at some point. Boy. It's going to clog up and you're going to have to deal with that. Damn. And then it's your car will the car. stop. And the thing is, it will stop on the motorway or somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. And you'd be running, running and then halt. And life can halt you. So just take care of yourself. Do those regular checks, man. More than ever, it's now time to guard your mind. Mm. And that doesn't mean become ignorant. And that doesn't mean put all your walls up. What that means is I've now got to vet everything that's coming into this. 100%. A hundred percent. I'm really like, we, we say this all the time, but really think about the content that you're consuming, yeah. right? It's okay to have content that you consume for relief and happiness yeah. and to make you laugh. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Because I think there also needs to be a balance whereby folks always seem to think that the only things that we should consume is, you know, news yeah. and hard hitting stuff and serious yeah. stuff. Sometimes I like to laugh. Facts. Facts. And this is where like, I've started to have such a great appreciation for art and stories and adventure and stuff more than ever because that is a great way to see. Yeah, it's a great way to escape. Let's just call a spade a spade. It's a great way to escape. And sometimes you do need to escape. You do need to. The real world is dark. Oh, it's very dark. That's another thing. Why is it so dark outside? The other day I came in here to work. We're in our living room. Yeah, came in here it to was work. dark as heck. I said, firstly, is it 7 p.m.? Why is it so dark at 10 a.m.? Vitamin D deficiencies. Baby. There's a lot with fighting against. Maybe <laughs> it's either climate change or rapture. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a combination of the two. Someone needs to stay attentive to hear that trumpet sound. Bruh. That's for sure. Because it is dark. Ugh. And I thrive in the sunlight. I, I thrive, thrive in, in the sunlight. In happy and bright yeah. places. And even Lord that, because be there's strength. what do you call it? Seasonal affective yeah. disorder. If you are unfortunately in a country where there's not that much sun, then you can definitely be privy to seasonal affective disorder, which is basically when you're getting, when you're, um, we have deficiencies of vitamin D or you're just not in a place that has a lot of light, vibrancy, brightness, nature. It can be very stifling, especially for my sisters that live in very densely populated cities. (sighs) Especially cities which have like, just the capitalism is. Is high. You will will step out of the door and spend 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. now when people are like oh do you want to come out Absolutely unfortunately not, not. <laughs> unfortunately not no 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 biggest man thing i'm so i was saying this to a friend i don't leave this place I, firstly this is where i pay red i pay to stay here so i'm stay <laughs> you're right i'm stay you're right you ain't never lied got everything i need here why am i going outside i don't need to i paid to be and i'm now paying again to go outside no, thank Stop you. It. it's them ones where people be like oh do you want to come out for dinner how about you come here exactly i will even make you dinner. or Let's just FaceTime. Ah, just call me. Ah. Yeah, you know, don't need to go out on the town There's all the time. There's no need. I like, it's okay to have to be able to do that as yeah. well. Like it's okay to actively want to save. One thing that I really, really like has clicked into my like mind recently and I really appreciate my mum for is mm. that lady knows how to save. Yeah. <laughs> that if there's one, one thing... thing. <laughs> 
that my mom knows how to do. Yeah. It is safe. safe. Cut costs. I love that. She is slaying those costs like boy. Yeah. And she is a ha- shout out to all of especially the immigrant moms. They know how to haggle, boy. Ooh. Chile. They know how to haggle. Yup. They be out here fighting tooth and nail for them to <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't go out and just, you know, spend money. Yeah. I'm very, very thoughtful about it yeah. because I know the context that we're living in. And this doesn't mean that you have to be in like complete scarcity. Yeah. Or like you could even be, this could be a great time for you. You could be financially, I'm up. Yeah. I'm yeah, making peace. Sure. I'm on my, listen, as quickly as you rise, sometimes is as quickly as you come oh. for. Or, and also just take, advantage of this season as well if you're up right now you never know what the future has in store Mm. so save up for a time where you might be down for sure for sure and thinking about you know dealing with collective trauma Mm. dealing with information overload what is one thing or like one way you would Mm. advise the sisters um of managing that collective trauma managing that oh my god there's so much going on be intentional about what you consume Mm. and by that i mean don't just passively consume stuff. Don't just, you know, have these imaging images going past your eyes and scrolling through them on stories or your feeds or whatever and not think that they're affecting you. If you are going to engage with this stuff, do it intentionally. So what is my intention for actually looking at this? Am I yeah. getting educated? And yeah. then what am I going to do with that education? So I would definitely say a, a good way to not feel helpless in these situations. And I use helpless very loosely, but yeah. With the information that I now have, what am I going to do? You know, is it that I am going to take myself to edge? I'm going to now get more educated about where I stand on this. Am I actually going to give, you know, at least let me feel like I have a semblance of control Mm. that I Mm. can actually deal with my actions, deal with my moods and regulate and also not just be, not have all this stuff dumped on me, but actually process it. Right. So take time to process what your, your, learning seeing viewing um take time to process what you're going through you know the bills that come through your door take time to process it child um (laughs) but you that all comes with intentionality right so just be intentional about what you're consuming and how you're dealing with it yeah that's what i'd say how about you i love that i love that um i think to add to that what i would say is talk to somebody about it like actually talk even if you don't have anything profound to say Mm. i think sometimes we only like to indulge in other people's presence or communicate with others when we feel like we have something to add or profound to say sometimes just articulating how you feel is really important like i remember i it was like really early in the morning one of my girls called me Mm. she was like hey renee um i don't have anything profound to say but you were on my mind yeah girl it feels like we're on the brink of world war (laughs) three how are you feeling yeah and just that relief of like i don't have to say anything big here i don't need to virtue signal or grandstand or anything i could just be like "Ooh, child i'm just going through (laughs) it that's all i have to say like I'm, I can't be drafted to war. Look yeah. at me. It's not happening. I'm a mess. Um, I'm a mess. <laughs> Emotionally, yeah. if somebody comes fighting, charging at me, I don't know what to do. Nothing. I'm going to have to stay behind. I'm going to have to work in the medical centers. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not a frontliner. I'll bring um, them lunch. Yeah. And we make great lunches. There you go. So just having somebody there to talk to you yeah. about how you feel and not mm. necessarily um say something profound about a matter is really really helpful in processing and dealing with it because you're really dealing with how you feel as opposed to what you think you should do or intellectualizing it i think sometimes we can over intellectualize Mm -hmm. really like what we process as opposed to processing it emotionally um so yeah that's what i would say actually that's a bonus one please call a sister yeah just ask how are you like for real for real with everything that's going on because that really does change 
like it changes a lot and it helps yeah it does yeah yeah and do the thing of that that's even a oh if if somebody comes to you or like you think of someone randomly call them or like just make put it on your agenda to like message them or something because chances are i'm a big believer you know intuition spirit all that kind of stuff chances are they popped into your mind for a reason and they would actually appreciate hearing from you um but yeah sisters Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> Thank you for coming um, to our TED Talk, for real. And uh, <laughs> to all the world leaders that are listening to the To My Sisters podcast, sort it out. <laughs> Thank you. I just have a feeling that like, you know. You never know. Yeah. Hey, Auntie Michelle, if you're listening, please talk to Uncle Barack. Can we please, need some help. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> no, but you know, um, Mr. Biden Defo looks like the kind of person that could be listening to this podcast on the fly. I'm screaming. He could be. He could be. Dead ass. President Biden. And uh, Camila, Camila, get it together. We need, we need help. In, but you see, we've gone straight to the US because uh, Bojo in yeah. the UK. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, anyway. Anyways, so, we're not you know, we pray for strength. Yeah, <laughs> we pray for wisdom and strength. Let's get into it. I was going to say, um, we were going to appeal to Putin, but anyways, sisters, thank you for... <laughs> Before you never hear from us again. Girl. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sisters, we love you. Close out the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, sisters, be interceded and praying that we show up next week. Um, please, please, we'd love to hear what you have to say. And keep your eyes peeled for that dilemma. We are going to post it this coming week on yeah. Instagram. We want to know what you have to say. Um, as well as continue to be a part of the conversation. Woo-hoo. If you are listening to us, wherever you're listening to us or watching us, if you haven't subscribed, I'm going to take it personally. Okay. It's basically like me receiving the council tax bill. Okay. <laughs> if things are not adding up, things are not, they're not adding up. So please subscribe, support what we're doing yeah. um, because we are interested in just the development of women across the world yeah. we really need to stand together so please please subscribe of course come and follow us on instagram at to my sisterhood yeah. and of course you can follow us individually and watch our journeys of glowing and growing the lovely lady on my left here at cd Boateng. Me. and of course come and check me out at renee kapuku yes sis and of course you know you can go and start up a conversation over on twitter at to my sisterhood or use the hashtag to my sisters and be sure to sign up to the mailing list to get the lowdown on everything that we have for you in terms of resources and also a direct link to get some therapy if you are struggling quite a bit with mm-hmm. this you can use our link for better help which is betterhelp.com forward slash to my sisters and it's online and affordable therapy which is accessible okay so you can definitely start your therapy journey if this is getting to you and don't be ashamed of that but sisters we love you we hope that you have an amazing week we will talk to you very very soon start your march challenges okay and we yeah keep keep glowing and growing you know you know (laughs) you know the deal keep glowing and growing especially these tough times okay take care yourself Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. 
Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com